Hello, and welcome to the Your Caring Docs podcast, where we provide general medical information about what's going on inside your body so you can feel well-informed. And who doesn't want that? But keep in mind, we are not making any diagnoses here. And if you are concerned, please contact your medical provider. Let's get started. Hello, 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 everyone. It's Dr. Tamara Beckford with Your Caring Docs, and we are back to go over a great medical topic. I don't know about you, but let me just let you know what's been going on here in Texas. So last week, we had a snowstorm. We call it Snowcopalypse. We call it Snowvid. Um, after that, some people lost um, power, right? And some people lost the water. As a result, we got a boil water notice. So that's what we're gonna go over today, boil water notice. So today's topic is, let me share with you guys. So it is water, to boil or not to boil? That is the question, right? So that's the question we're gonna go over today and we're going to answer. So we got this boil water notice, but let me tell you why. Like we said, in Texas, we had snow vid, snowpocalypse. So last week, we had seven degrees temperature, right? And with the wind chill factor, we went all the way down to some places with zero. As a result, pipes froze, they burst, some people, like I said, they lost water to their homes and then some were without water. And then we heard about like the system, um, the water system within our cities that, hey, you know, there might have been some issues with that. So as a result, we got this boil water notice. Now, if you're sitting there wondering like, oh, my God, is this continuing? No, we did get over the boil water notice. But also in Texas this week. We went from seven degrees last week to 70 degrees this week, but that's Texas. Anyway, let's go over this boil water notice, right? So what is a boil water notice? Like, I mean, I hear about it, but what really is it? So this is the information from the Texas Commission on Environmental um, Counseling Quality, right? So boil water notice is to indicate that the water in the distribution system is unsafe for consumption and it might pose an actual health risk, right? So it might pose an actual health risk. So like what happened? Like why did we end up having this boil water notice that occurred here? So we have here, this is for all our engineers and all our people who are really into the sciences. I'm gonna give us a gloss version of this, right? All your engineer friends, you can talk to them about it and they can go more in details. Shout out to my engineers out here, right? So we had um, a water, it's usually like either in a well or within the system, a reservoir, so on. So we have a treatment plant. So the water goes through the treatment plant and then it goes into a storage tank. Right. And then that from the storage tank, it goes down and distributed to our main here, the main water break. Yeah. So it goes to the main um, system. And then that through that main system, you have additional pipes that goes towards our homes. And that's how we get our water. Fantastic. Now, 
Within that reservoir area or wherever our water is initially stored, remember we're going through pipes to get from one area to the other, valves, we have water filtration that occurs in the treatment plant. But when our temperatures here in Texas went down to seven or zero degrees, our people were like, hey, we're not about that life. And guess what? So did the pipes. The pipes were like, we're not about this life. And so the pipes burst. And with that, some of them also had leaks within there. So you have the water and the pipes are underground and you have leaks within the system. So guess what leaked in? Bacteria, bacteria that's within the ground just naturally starts leaking into the system. Now we talk about our filtration, what our filtration plants are not working that well. So what will happen to that bacteria? It's in the water and therefore it can make its way into our homes, through our faucets and so on. So where's this bacteria coming from? Well, some of the bacteria, you know, we have some animals in their excretions. Yes, mm -hmm. goes into the soil. Yep, that's their fertilizer, right? Goes into the soil and from there, in the soil, if there's a break within the pipes, guess where it's leaking into? That is correct, into the water system. And if the filtration system's not working, guess where that's going? Right into our pipes, in our homes. So that's why we were placed on a boiled water notice. So now with the boiled water notice, right, there is a bacteria that's a little bit more prevalent than the other bacterias. And that is Escherichia coli. We just shorten it and call it E. coli. You've heard of it, E. coli. Now, what is E. coli, right? So E. coli is a bacteria that normally lives in the intestines of people and animals. So are you trying to tell me that I got E. coli in me right now? I'm not sick. I'm not having any issues. Why are you telling me that I have E. coli? Because you do. It naturally occurs in our system. It's a good bacteria. But as with every good, it has a cousin that's not so good, right? So the normally coli that lives in our system is natural and it helps us with digestion. And it's a good bacteria that we have within our intestines. But it has an ugly cousin that acts up. And that cousin is the E. coli 0157H7. Now, that's the one you hear about when you hear there's an outbreak. Um, you know how we have that meme that says, I was about to start eating a salad, and every time I try to start eating the salad, the lettuce is contaminated? Mm-hmm. Great chance that the lettuce is contaminated with this type of E. coli. Great. So what happens when this special strain of E. coli gets into our system? That's when we start having all types of troubles, right? So we start having low-grade fevers. I mean, you're just feeling icky because that bacteria is in there causing havoc. It enters into the stream and then it starts to multiply. <laughs> and with that, it just starts to wreak havoc. So you start having fevers and then you start vomiting because it's in the intestine. So vomiting occurs and you're just like hauling out your guts right there. And then some people start having cramping. You're just cramping and doubled over. And then what's next for others? Mm -hmm. Diarrhea, cha-cha-cha.
That's correct. You start having diarrhea. And then some people might even start having bloody diarrhea, all as a result of this bacteria, which is the strain of E. coli, right? So as a result, in order to prevent us from having all of this, I mean, it was bad enough that it was freezing, it was cold. Who wants to go through all of this in addition to everything else that you're going on? So as a result, we were placed on a boil water notice, right? So why? Because this bacteria, it's not heat stable. So if you get to the high temperature of boiling water, you can kill this bacteria, right? So remember, we said boiling water. We didn't say warm up your water and then do this. No, 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 no. You have to boil your water. So once the water starts getting to a boil, and you know that because you see the bubbles coming from the bottom to the top, then you have to let it boil for at least one to two minutes. I would say give it two minutes. The CDC says one, the Texas Commission um, says two, I would do two minutes, right? So two minutes of once it starts bubbling, so let's kill all of that bacteria because none of us have time to have diarrhea, cramping, vomiting, or that low-grade fever when we're in crisis, right? So why and when should we boil the water? So we boil in the water, but when should we? Are we gonna boil the water to do every single thing in the house? No, there's some times when it's important, but then there are other times when you can use your tap water for other things. So that's what we're gonna go over right now, right? So you're gonna use the boiling water to drink because anytime you're gonna consume anything, you wanna ensure that that bacteria is not in the water. So you boil your water to drink, right? You boil your water to brush your teeth. That's right. Mm-hmm. Brush your teeth. So what about if you're washing your fruits and vegetables? Yeah, you had your boiled water to drink, but then, you know, you brought some fruits and you're getting ready to cook. Mm. If you're going to wash those fruits and vegetables, you're not going to use your tap water. You're going to use cooled, boiled water, right? So you have boiled that water, you have it sitting and it's cool and you have it sitting down for, I don't know, maybe it's around four or five hours and it's cool. You can use some of that to wash your fruits and vegetables. doesn't make any sense. You went through all of that to try to be healthy, wash it with tap water and enter that E. coli right into your system. Now, you're preparing your food, right? And when you're mixing your baby food, you have to keep remembering, right? For the baby food, what about when you're making ice? Yeah, you are boiling the water to make your food and you drink, and then you're going to use your ice dispenser with the old, dirty E. coli water? No, 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 no. So you ensure that you boil water, let it cool, and then you use the clean water to make your ice, right? Now, what about my laundry? Do I need to use boiled water for laundry? No. What about flushing the toilet? Mm -mm, that's good, eh? You don't have to use the boiled water to flush your toilet, right? You can use contaminated water. It's sewage anyway. Just let it go. All right. So taking showers. If you are so inclined, you can take the shower with the regular faucet water, right? If you're super sensitive, boil some water, let it cool in. 
take a splash of bath, right? <laughs> but you have to also remember for babies, mm -mm, babies are younger, right? So you need to use cleaner water when, so the babies are gonna get the bath, ensure that you use the clean water for the babies. We're gonna talk about flushing the toilet. Now, there are times when in our homes, we have some refrigerators that have filters in them, or you might have a faucet that has a filter. And so you're like, I got a faucet that has a filter and my filtration system is on point. So you guys over there might have to boil your water, but I'm good. No, you're not <laughs> because your filtration system is filtering water that's already been filtered prior to it entering your home. Mm -mm -mm. Boil your water. <laughs> so you're going to boil that water until you get that notice not to, right? So what about these pets? Yeah. So you're boiling water for yourself, but you're not going to let Rover and Fluffy and Parakeeta you're just going to give them water filled with E. coli? No, 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 no. Remember, they are living organisms also. So they can get the same medical issues that you get if you get infected with that strain of E. coli that can cause all that issue, right? So if you get infected with the O157-87 strain, that's that evil cousin of the regular E. coli, then the diarrhea and the vomiting and so on, the pets unfortunately can become sick also. So you boil your water, boil Fluffy's water. Boil Rover's water too. Let it cool down nice and cool and then give it to them. All right, so don't forget about the pets. Now, when do you know it's safe to stop boiling your water? So usually you'll get a notification giving you an advisory to start boiling your water. And then you'll also receive a notification. It's usually from your city or from your state notifying you that they have lifted that boil water notification. Why? Because at that point, the problem has been resolved. So the water is now safe to drink. That means there are filtration systems are going properly, they have checked the levels of bacteria within the water to ensure that it's not above the contaminated level that will cause harm to the patient or I should say the public, right? So once you get that notification, then it's usually safer to drink or to use that water. But should you still boil your water? You definitely can still boil your water, of course. That is the safest way, right? You can absolutely still boil your water after your notification. Just remember, let it cool down before you drink it, unless you're just making tea, right? So today we went over why should we boil our water when we get that notification saying that we're on boil water notice. What are we trying to prevent? We're trying to prevent bacteria from entering our system, the bad bacteria, and causing issues. We're trying to prevent that E. coli that's naturally within the soil that will seep into the pipes that are broken and causing issues into our body if we ingest that bacteria. 
diarrhea, cramping, vomiting, headaches, fevers, right? So we boil that water to kill that bacteria. And we also ensure that if we are doing that for ourselves, we're also ensuring that we're giving our pets safe water also, right? I'm Dr. Tamara Beckford. I hope you enjoyed today's information on why we boil that water when we get that water notice. And I will see you guys next time for great medical info so that you guys can make great decisions and know what's going on inside your body, right? Thank you. Take care. You have been listening to the Your Caring Docs podcast with Dr. Tamara Beckford. We hope you got some great info and we will see you next time.